Hello, hello. Joey here. Welcome back to Droolish. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Droolish. I'm your host, Joey Montano. Now, today's episode, we're going to continue off of the Note Card Revisited series. I think we're going to be winding down pretty soon. This may or may not be the last episode. I'm very fortunate to be recording today. There was just a lot of shenanigans going on, but we made it. I'm glad there's going to be an episode this week, and I'm sure a lot of you are excited for that. I don't get too excited, obviously. I want you guys to fall asleep, and if you are new to the podcast... Drewlish is a sleep and relaxation podcast focusing on helping you sleep, relax, get your mind off of your day, and reduce mind chatter. My voice tends to have, uh, I guess, a yawn-inducing inflection to it. I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I talk. But uh, the way I figure, I'll do my best to talk about, uh, I try to go with mildly interesting things to help you guys get your mind off of your day and mainly just to stop the consistent mind chat, chatter and the mind racing. That being said... I do blend in a series of background noises, primarily white noise, mixed with my blend voice, how I talk and whatnot. I don't know if that even made any sense, but essentially try to have a nice atmosphere and experience to where you can just listen, don't think too much, and just hopefully find a nice nugget or morsel of knowledge, something that might pique your interest. Now, long-time listeners, you kind of know the gist of this, but for first-time listeners, I really urge you to look through different episode types and see which episode specifically piques your interest, you're probably going to have a better experience than listening to this just randomly browsing. Now, I do know that a number of you, if not all of you, have probably found me through some sort of search or query, I'm guessing, or you're searching online. And that's kind of the point. I, you know, I don't want to go out of my way to do any advertising or do any of that stuff. And this podcast, no ads. Uh, I only just ask for you guys to give it a shot. And hopefully you guys will listen and you guys will fall asleep at some point. I'm very fortunate that I'm able to have listeners and people who download and, and message me. And if you have any feedback, questions, comments, or just things you want me to talk about specifically, on, or I would say more sleep-related stuff, feel free to follow me on Twitter at droolishpodcast at gmail.com or Wait, no, follow me on Twitter, at Droolish Podcast, and then, and or, or, see, send me an email at droolishpodcast at gmail.com. I don't particularly like to do retakes. I don't like to go and edit a lot of these things. As a matter of fact, the way I talk, I mean, most of this just has a certain flow to it, at least to me, and hopefully you guys enjoy what's going on. Now... This episode, we're going to be continuing the Note Card Revisited series where I go back and reread and revisit all the note cards that I wrote over a year ago. And a number of what I wrote on these note cards were a mix between self notes, thoughts, ideas, reflections, advice, tips, things that I just kind of keep to myself and I kind of just remind myself to do or just analyze at some point. Since it's been a year, uh, it's really good just to see which, which cards actually made a lot of sense, which ones, if they don't make sense, I would wonder why. And I think it's just a good activity in general just to create more creativity for yourselves, just to write your thoughts down. Um, and for me, I consider this kind of a almost like a mini therapy session where I'm able to kind of reflect on like the crystallized thoughts that I've had, uh, at least, you know, in paper form. So without further ado, let's just dive right into it. This is going to be part six of the series, and if this is if this kind of interest if this does interest you, there's other episodes. If not, no worries. There's many other episodes that I've talked about, and I can talk about pretty much anything that I think makes sense. So, uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy. Uh, don't enjoy it too much um, because that will keep you awake, and I don't want that. So, this first note card. This note card is just uh, labeled. Uh, off of the Alter Ego YouTube channel that I plan on making, never did, but uh, just for the context. This note card is actually pretty cool because I wanted to double down on 
uh, eventually making Droolish up not just a podcast, quote unquote, but like a YouTube channel to create like a video experience for those who don't want to just listen. And now it sounds counterintuitive, but I know a number of us occasionally tend to fall asleep with the TV on. And despite what some people say, obviously the TV on is going to be a hindrance to most people. But for those who like to have more of a softer background noise with very, very light like a, with a light background and it's not like a bright light but more of just kind of like a sense of warmness uh, it's kind of hard to explain but I think some of you guys should get the gist of what I'm getting at but uh, I always thought it'd be pretty pretty dope to have like a pixel ending or like a pixel beginning or intro like an art pixel form to where it just sounds more of like like you're outside listening to the rain just all soothe art pixel back and forth it's not anything actiony it's not gonna be anything crazy it's almost like watching like one of those lo-fi hip-hop videos or something where it's just kind of like the same gif or whatever over and over again that's all uh, that's the first one but considering this is a, a very old and dated uh, concept i mean all this is gonna be pretty much trash so that's gone uh, this one goes through like a promo which i had about I think 12 different cards I wrote and that was going to be part of a YouTube video where it would kind of cross between each di each different card and kind of follow it like a map. But fortunately, none of this makes any sense in audio form, so that's gone. This one is gone. Next one, gone. This one, gone. 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 Yeah, that's like eight, nine cards. <laughs> There's a lot. Another one, gone. Another one, gone. And another one, gone. Now, I'm not going to be saying this for like an hour straight. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but that just goes to show, man, I really spent a lot of time uh, going over like this one video I wanted to talk about like as a promo. But it's all gone. It's all history. It's all gone. I do not need to worry or think about that stuff again. If you ever want to know more or talk more about YouTube stuff or anything, uh, hit me up. I'm never opposed to chatting, but uh, that stuff, all gone. All in the delete pile. So, um, as I laugh to myself, but literally, the next card. This is supposed to be a rant, interestingly enough, about don't, it literally says this, don't do jokes that only make you laugh. Now, I wanted to add more context to this, primarily because uh, I know why I wrote that, and that's mainly from uh, an old episode of a Nickelodeon show called Doug, and uh, I would have to assume that a lot of you guys have listened to Doug at some point, like I can't imagine anyone who's listening I can't imagine any Zoomers are listening right now, like anyone who's like in their lower 20s or like late teens. If they are, well, then you blew my mind. But I feel like a lot of you have heard of the show Doug. And one of the bullies is, his name's Roger Klotz. And uh, I don't know what goes on in this scene, but essentially Roger just keeps like trying to like dog one of Doug's friends and Doug's like, you know what? If you were so funny, you wouldn't have to laugh at your own jokes. And the way he said it and everyone's reaction was just like classic to me. And now, and now we struck a chord. Because yes, I like to make myself laugh, but I just like, I don't know, I just like to have a lighter sense of humor. However, uh, the connotation behind this is like, you know, don't do, this is don't do jokes, but I think the, the, the big sentiment behind this is like, don't do like insulting or disparaging jokes that only make you laugh. Because that's pretty selfish when you think about it. Like if you're gonna say things or do things that only make yourself feel better at the cost of everything else, that's greedy, dude. That is super greedy. So if you're doing jokes and stuff that only make you laugh, dude, you're not funny. Done. Alright? Just decided. Anything else? I want to accept that. Alright? No one else laughs? You're not funny. Period. I'm keeping that. That's actually a good card. So, here's another one, and I wrote this a while back. I'm going to say it as I see it, because... This is labeled a philosophy in it as head. So I'm pretty sure this is like a self-philosophy type. And 
This might be this might be going deep, folks. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, I'll read it as I see it, and that's what I generally do with these cards. I semi-reflect off of it, but but the longer ones, I'll just read it in real time and see if the thought and everything else makes sense. It says, if I'm alone in my own head, then the more connections we make equals the more we get people to understand us. Hence, the more fulfilled we become. Or at the very least, we begin fulfillment the moment of pursuit. Holy shit. Yeah, I did write that. I like that. I mean, it's very true. I, I think that's pretty true. Like, the more fulfilled we become, or at the very least, we begin fulfillment. Sorry, we begin to have fulfillment the moment of pursuit. It seems very, very philosophical. But it makes, I mean, it makes sense. So, so for clarity on this one, I think, you know, at the end of the day, how I see this and how, like, how I think and how I talk, I know I talk out loud because it's, it's me. I get to hear myself talk. I get to hear my mind. And I get to just resonate, let that simmer and resonate. But suppose this podcast didn't exist and I didn't speak with anyone. Like most of my thoughts, most of my actions, more specifically my thoughts, are only going to be reflected off of me and my experiences, just like everyone else. But the thing is, if you're not reaching out or connecting to other people, you really are just in your own head. And the only way to get either inside other people's heads or even to get other people to understand you is to actually use the idea and method of communication. And... That's why the more connections we make, the more communicated we become, the more we begin to understand the world and those around us. And by doing so, we're going to be able to find something more about us that we didn't know. And going back to the card, again, the more we get people to understand us, the more fulfilled we become. And that sounds like a loaded statement, and it is, because that's not exactly what I meant behind it. I think what I meant behind it is that second part, or at the very least, we begin fulfillment at the moment of pursuit. And I think that ties back into finding something you'd want to do or finding, ultimately finding something you want to do or something you want to pursue or a dream or a goal that you've had. And that's generally due to the fact that there is an outside connection that brought that to you. In case in point, I mean, you know, if I were born yesterday for the ages of and grew five years, all on the same day, just magically. But I feel like if someone were to ask me, what do I want to be when I grow up? I wouldn't be able to answer that question without seeing what is out there. So the idea of you know being inside your own head, you and staying inside your own head and not letting the world get to you, like come and understand you, is not going to help you actually figure out what you want to do. And you might not even have a baseline. And a lot of people, and I think this is even how our brain works, we work off of reference points. And the more reference points we have, the more, or I should say, the more likely. Uh, that we will be able to find something we'll either want to do or find something that intrigues us or interests us. And I think that's where the idea of fulfillment begins, is just the fact that if you're pursuing something, just means you something has, has made you work, or has made you want that, and that's usually an outside force. And there's nothing wrong with that, that's kind of the whole point. Uh, is that, you know, we don't want to be in our, inside our own head all the time. I've already talked about this uh, in previous episodes where you know, I really enjoy either conversations or talking with other people, but I also know like, that could be a little bit too much. But I very rarely come out of an interaction being like, oh, this is terrible and this makes me worse. And I don't I always feel glad when I try to make those steps and try to either expand a connection or get to know someone more. And uh, maybe it's just me. The slide continues. Not the slide, the uh, card. Underneath that whole statement, it says, remember, and this is like in squigglies, being liked does not equal being understood. Still within the realms of blank. So I don't know where that blank is, but I think that's just a self-reminder of you, despite being, uh, you know, despite being understood, it doesn't mean we're, we would be liked and vice versa. But I don't have any context behind that. But I think this is an interesting card all in itself. 
because you think about it, I mean, if you guys are listening to me, I feel like we're on some wavelength at some point. And even when I started this podcast, I would, even, I, would I feel like I would talk as if like I'm like in outer space, and if someone's listening like in a different universe or a different world, uh, you know, it's just like sending my SOS signal, saying like, hey, is anyone out there? Can I help? Is this healthy? Boop, boop, boop. Something like that. That's kind of how I thought, imagined in my own head. But now, since I've been getting you know, more people responding and saying the helps, I don't know, I feel like I'm talking to more people who kind of understand where I'm coming from, and I get the essence or feel that it's almost like a vice, it, it's like, it goes vice versa, it goes both ways. Uh, again, maybe I'm crazy, but that's just my two cents. And that's what I like about this, is that, you know, you guys, I hope try, hopefully I try to help you guys fall asleep, and it feels just, I want this to feel like it's like a home away from home, despite you being in your home about to sleep. Okay, uh, enough shenanigans. So this next card is a lot of squiggly lines, and it's still under philosophy slash head. And what I have here is, is actually labeled, there's a sub-label at the bottom called red from the first card. And I have a lot of these called red, so this is a continuation of a thought, apparently. So red. Red perspective. I'm very interested in why I wrote red here. And there are a lot of places. Oh, yeah. I get this one. This is a lot of hoopla, but I'm gonna go for it. So feel free to judge, don't judge. This is this is gonna this is probably won't make a lot of sense, but it, but maybe I can connect the dots as I read it. If time travel is in your own head, again, that's a bold statement. Every time you recall something, you're going to your past or video. So, I'm going to keep going before I, before I try to justify that. The stories written on SM, I don't know what SM is, are just as real. Oh, the stories written on social media are just as real as any fiction book you have read when you fully immerse yourself into becoming a character. Unless you see it with your own eyes and have 360 view, or three, uh, 360 view of it, everyone points to growth, understood, understood, rule maker, literally solved, guy thought it would be funny to... Yeah, this is like 20 different thoughts. I can't, I can't even comprehend trying to decipher this one. I have no idea how or why I wrote that. I don't know, maybe I, maybe I spoke something like before I wrote it. But um, for the first one, the initial thought, the time travel is in your own head. That just, eh, I talked about this briefly, how your brain could technically have the ability to time travel. Uh, that's a callback from a uh, Netflix show called uh, The Brain Games, where your brain actually processes things in real time or it, it processes parts of information in real time, but how it actually like acts upon certain things, uh, it sometimes fills in the blank like that's gone like two or three seconds prior. So if there was a sentence that's like, I want to blank to the bank. No, uh, the, like your, if your brain will actually fill in that blank, if the context makes sense. So you're, you're, by extension, you're actually going back in time to, to automatically figure out where that future statement's going to be or something like that. Like, it, it's just super weird. I think that's how they explain it. Um, I know it's a bit nuanced, but I, I, I like that. I like that hook. I like that angle. Um, but this card still, it does not make, it does not make everything here. Um, it doesn't make every, uh, everything, like, total sense. Uh, with all the arrow, every time you recall something, you're going to your past. I do kind of believe that, because it's kind of the same thing. You think about it. Uh, I mean, you can't do anything when you're recalling something. If you have a, and if you have a good imagination or you have like really vivid memories, I believe that's, it's kind of like the essence of it. You know, even if you think about the past of someone who's passed on, you know, it's just slightly different than the experience you had in real time. Um, but you know, uh, so if that person who passed on would have to be alive, 
No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not gonna go down this rabbit hole. Not today. I know this might have been sounded kind of itch there. Maybe it's just a little bit too much. Maybe it's just nothing not interesting at all. Not too sure, but um, that's gonna be one that I need to flush out more, but not today. And I'm not really gonna keep that card. That that, that, one's the only, ah, that one is gone. Gone. So there's a big difference. This next card is still labeled under red. I mentioned uh, being liked doesn't equal being understood. And I wrote this as like a difference, like, like a chart comparison of like the difference between those two. So to be liked, some examples of being liked is to say the popular thing. You want to be likable? Just say the popular thing. You want to be liked? Say, just don't object to anything, ever. If you want to be liked, just use language that's for the masses. If you want to be liked, solve surface level problems. And if you want to be understood, you need to say the right thing as opposed to the popular thing. If you want to be understood, you want to use language that's for seeking and understanding then use language for the masses. You want to be understood, you want to solve deeper level problems. Now, difference between surface level problems and deeper level problems, I think the deeper level problems are probably within ourselves. The surface level problems are ones that probably don't even require like that much effort to actually solve, or it just requires just a one sentence like brush off uh, that doesn't take any context or any insights into consideration. And then there are a lot of arrows in the understood part that says, adjust error for fun, personal, dash, give red, see red. I still don't get the red reference. Like, going down here, it says, have Truman show under both, which I wish I can understand that, but I wrote, I wrote all these as, as like brain th like mind thoughts or not specifically like in sentence form which is kind of annoying because I recently changed my habit into writing to change my habit of writing to full full sentences and paragraphs versus just self notes in like parts of parts of like mini thoughts and now I see why I did that because this does not add up let's see the more we're likely to pursue passions the more likely we will become more influence, that's a lifetime, public eye for 30 years, Jim Carrey, Tiger Woods, Michael Jackson, Jackson, I should say. I like what this card says, but I don't like the other half, because it's just nonsense, and I don't know why I separated that, or kept it all in one card. I'm going to keep that for now. Uh, I like the sentiment of being liked versus understood. Uh, honestly, that could be a lot deeper, it might even be its own. <laughs> Might even be its own episode. I, I, I just have like a lot of side rants, I guess. This next card. It says Twitter. Uh, literally points to the Gary B 180 pieces of content thing. Or reply to 180 pieces. Uh, take, it out, take it up a notch, video replies. <laughs> okay. Here's a fun little story, folks. Hopefully, hopefully you guys like stories. After all, it is bedtime. If you guys had trouble falling asleep, maybe this will uh, this will pique your interest, but not too much. It should be relatively quick. So lay down, snuggle up, turn up that dial. Maybe just half half a number, or turn it down. So this card in particular brought me to complete like insane nonsense six months after um, I took this advice. Uh, so the card again says do the Gary B 180 rule thing. Now by that I mean uh, Gary Gary Vaynerchuk. Social media guy, big popular dude. He posted he posted a lot of stuff last year that says uh, he wants people to create 180 pieces of content and more specifically spend time replying to 180 people. And 
I decided to create the Twitter account and I mentioned in the previous episode with like the alter ego that's mainly for like uh, YouTube and Twitch and I had a specific gimmick where I would literally create personal videos for everyone that either followed me or would reply to something on Twitter and I figure okay that's you know I figure that's a cool start I don't have to forcefully try to make 180 replies and I like the idea of creating video responses because it's a, it takes a lot more time to do those and it's a lot easier to be human that way. Someone also did one of those to me, they followed me and I thought it was the coolest thing ever and I haven't seen that ever since. And I figured, you know, why not, why not give it a shot? So yeah, about a year ago, that's what I did. I decided to do that. I created the like Twitter account or like the YouTube channel and I followed three people and one of them was a YouTuber. Uh, I did the video when he followed back, and he sent me a message saying, "He's like, he's like, holy cow! Like, you know, super cool. No biggie." And nothing really changed for those couple weeks. That was kind of the point. Until one day, just a random Twitter person. I don't even. I I know his name. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, you know, I, I I ain't naming names here. <laughs> But, but uh, he he followed me. I had no idea who he was. He was like a Twitch streamer, and I figured, you know what, yo, why not? I'm just gonna keep doing that gimmick. I'm gonna just do a reply video. So I did. And I was like, hey, thanks for following me. Do all this stuff. You know, thanks for following greatness. Just joking around. Next thing I know, he like starts retweeting that to all of his friends in his circle. Interestingly enough, when that started, I figured I'm just going to react to everything that goes on. Every time there's a new follow, there's going to be a new video. And I tried doing little fancy things for each little video to make it more personal, to make sure it didn't sound like it was a canned. It's a lot harder than, a, than it looks. Got to the point where I was getting like dozens of followers a day, and I'm not going to talk more about that specifically, but the whole idea behind this <laughs> is that I got to the point where it scaled so much and the people that were following me were a bunch of twitch streamers that were just starting out and a lot of them were just doing like the follow for follow stuff the you know the cheap follows try to look good get that social clout and all that crap and i was just creating videos at the time but i noticed there was just a big thing when i followed these people because i figured why not i'll follow them they follow me and whatever is that they they're very angry people. <laughs> Not only they're very angry people, but they but they would always talk about being stressed out and how things don't go their way and like there's nothing they can do and they're just like losing to the system. And I'm sitting here like, man, you guys have it all wrong. But I have to like read this stuff on the feed all the time and then everyone's like trying to attack each other in like the small stream in space. Someone's you know, someone said the R word, someone threw a cat, um, landed out of bed, someone was mean on chat, you know. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that much. But if you're in that community, it's those are I guess those are kind of big things. I don't know why I made it sound like I'm just demeaning that, but um, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but um, at the time, it was, it was funny, and I can laugh at it now because it really doesn't matter. Um, all that stuff is really nonsense. It's almost the equivalent of like high school drama. But I found it very particular and weird. How this guy like followed me, and it just created like a whole slew of like me like being caught caught up, caught up in the whirlwind of like Twitter. That's if you ever don't listen to my other episodes, I have me and my social media tend to have a um, I don't know again relationship, but but that tends to be the root of it. Uh, so long story short, I did the Gary V 180 rule thing, but I did it to where they were. I was just responding to people, and a lot of people ended up just wanting to follow me just so I could create a personal video. I think that essence alone, or that fact alone, actually turned me off on wanting to do that. So I created a hundred different gimmicks for like a hundred days, um, and lost all traction. Uh, started losing like, like a lot of followers. It made sense. I wasn't really trying to do things, but. This goes to show you, though, that the 180 thing that Gary V mentions works, but it is incredibly tough. 
because, I don't know, I mean, who has time to actually comment on 180 replies on social media every day? Maybe I'm old. I'm, I I will admit, maybe I am getting old, all right? Uh, maybe I don't have the energy to do that. That could be wrong. I mean, when I was a kid, I was playing video games, going outside, running. It was a mix of outside and in inside. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with either. Uh, but maybe in today's age, me as an adult who plays video games or poker or whatever, a couple hours a day with commenting 180 times, reading 180 posts, having personal responses for each one. I mean, that's tough. And that's mainly just like to grow your brand. It just seems like it. Like, I get it. But, uh. I don't know, it just seems so much. Anyways. That was random story time, and I'm actually gonna get rid of that because it's a story I'll never tell ever again. So, enjoy. I'm not telling it, but if you guys want to replay it, that's for you to listen to forever. Next card. Google number two. I have a lot of Google ones here. Google goal. Google, Google. I'm gonna go through these because they all have Google on it, and, and I know it's a, it's a thread. So I'm gonna toss that one for later. So these next three or four are all Google related. I wanna make sure I get this in order. Cool, so I got it. So this was, I guess, a, a thir uh, theory. I'm gonna call this absurd theory number 274. Uh, I will see if this holds weight after I'm done talking about it. The specifics on this card say, says, Google wants to be correct, a.k.a. be human, and maybe read your minds. What do I mean by that? Well, I'm going to tell you in the other card. As someone who works in marketing, specifically my, my trade is uh, both ads, uh, Google, Facebook, and uh, organic search. In other words, showing up on the top of Google, naturally, without paying and being in the space long enough, it, it, it's really annoying to follow trends. It's really annoying to do all the things, to be trendy, to catch up with times. Uh, and it's a lot easier to stop looking for hours of like the latest trend, looking at like what's working all the time and, what, and what's essentially looking at what other people are doing. Because what works for them, uh, might not work for you or your industry. That said, a lot of what you do in Google is more or less theory-ish, and you have to wait for the results. And the big thing uh, that I suggest a lot of people do, uh, regardless of your trade or craft or whatever, is that you want to stick with a holistic approach and stick with like a Polaris star. And circling back to these cards, when I say Google wants to be correct, the Google Google's goal, at the end of the day, they want to be human. And by that, I specifically mean like they want to show the top answer on what you're looking for and have that be the only answer. There's nothing more. So if I'm, you know, I'm human. If I want to say, hey, give me an apple, I want an apple, the best result is like an apple will magically appear in my hand. Obviously, that's not, doesn't happen in real life. But with Google, if you have the ability to ask it, what's the best pizza place near me, and the top result is just the name of the pizza place or either a list of pizza places, that might be exactly what you're looking for, and then you can kind of do and do your own research. That's kind of where I'm getting at, is that if you're able just to think about yourself and just think about people in general and how they act and more of the behavioral stuff, you can already figure out where Google is heading. You can figure out, like for example, TikTok and with all their social media things and the phones that you're using, like Alexa, the voice search, all that stuff, it just means technology is making it easier for people to talk about things, submit things, and how we talk to a phone is going to be different than how we type, and so on and so forth, or how we browse on the phone is going to be different than how we browse on a desktop. And really, instead of spending all the time looking at trends and everything else, it's just good just to understand a good foundational baseline of what generally works and blend that with 
where things are going. And really, I just suggest people just have uh, like heat maps and stuff on their sites and just figure out, okay, what are people doing and what are they like ahead of time, and they'll tell you. But that's just me. Anyways, side tangent aside, Google wants to be correct. And the goal is to have, this is another slide, to have a 100% click-through rate, the first answer will be correct. The whole idea behind it is intent. Uh, as long as you're able to have the correct intent in a search query, you like that's what Google wants. Uh, and there's different types of intent. I know it sounds like I'm like Professor jo Professor Joey here, but there's like informational intent, more of like like have or you know how not how, but like like what is this and all that stuff. And then there's navigational, like how transactional is like oh I wrote how as in like how I have to answer that for myself. Oops. So yeah, there's the informational stuff that's just really looking for like uh, how to do this or how to you know what to do or you know this is something that they can read and then act accordingly. And there's navigational, which is something like, hey, where is the closest pizza place? There's transactional, like like cheap shoes or I'm ready to buy shoes or quotes for moving or all that stuff. And then there's commercial, which is just like more like B2B, like uh, I don't know. Uh, B2B software business. You know, that's more business related. But the point behind this is that Google already has a hard time uh, trying to understand like how we think in the internet, like, in the internet as a collective. So, uh, so that's why I'm saying like keep that Polaris star in mind uh, when you start doing this stuff, and at least in the marketing world, and find that holistic approach. But uh, yeah, that's kind of where I was getting at with those these cards. So if that sounded all over the place, yeah, don't blame you for thinking that you're not wrong. Uh, but I'm going to keep going, because that makes sense. This is this is like more marketing stuff I wrote, but, um, but it's still labeled Google's goal. Intense for navigational how, local search trends, length of the keywords, There's, there is contextual search. In my opinion, Google is saying, quote-unquote, piss off and force to show a variety of results. Uh, spamming, hacking, gaming Google, crap tier sites. Uh, they hate single keywords. Example of cost per click, clicks more targeted. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff is a little bit what I talked about prior. But essentially, in a perfect world, Google already know what, you, what you'd want just off of a single word. Like if I wrote pizza in Google, Google would have enough information about me, my, my habits, my, my trends of like my browsing habits, the, my general normal routines. If I were to type in pizza like on a Wednesday at 8 o'clock p.m. And if I ordered pizza every week prior, in theory, Google would just be like, okay, well, here's the pizza place you want to look at as your top result uh, versus just a list of pizza places that are out there or pizza, or pizza jobs or pizza fees or baking a pizza, or pizza toppings. So that's kind of the point or the essence of what I'm trying to reach. Uh, this last one, number of locations. This is still under Google. This is last place engagement. We know way how people categorize data. Maybe someone can test those data points. This is this is half the stuff's like random marketing Google stuff, and these are thoughts that don't make any sense. So that's gone. So this episode already has only about like six cards where I've really talked, and about uh, the rest are just dump offs, which it's not a good hit rate for me. Or for you guys, if you're listening. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys enjoy like these little, these little mini fails of cards. But I, I enjoy. I mean, I enjoy it personally because I can go back and say, okay, well, that didn't make sense. Like, what the hell was I thinking? Because uh, I wrote it at the time, and also it also corrects myself into thinking, like, you know, how right or wrong was I a year ago, and have I improved that now? Uh, I don't know. Am I the only one that thinks about that? Maybe. If not, let me know. If I am the only one, well, let me know either way. Uh, I, I, like I said, I get the hunch that a lot of people who are still uh, up, like I said, you're, you're, you're a mind racer like me. And uh, if you have a, if you have a racing mind or you always can't stop, you can't stop thinking. I, I, I think you would either have like similar thoughts, not like specific marketing or all that stuff related, but like very similar thoughts of the essence of like how you work or what you do day to day. And how that relates to the world around you. Uh, 
I, I can't think that would be the case. Or at least, like, you would have to think about that stuff at some point. Anyways, I'm down to about one... I got about 12 or 15 cards left. And I don't know if I should power through this or keep going. Or, like, not power through this or stop. Because I have enough for one more episode for sure. Oh, okay, let's just do two more. Let's do two more. And all this, this is actually... This might actually be, uh... Its own episode, actually. Huh. Would be. Yeah, so I feel like I'm actually at a good stopping point. I know it sounds... Very weird for me to say that because it's we're only 40 minutes in and I like to have my episodes 45 to an hour long. But uh, just to give you a heads up, the next two major types of note cards that I have, uh, they might be their own standalone episodes because there there might be a little bit more substance to it uh, than just reading the note cards and putting in the blanks. So the first one is a list of series ideas that I've had. And a lot of these ideas are actually, I think, uh, there's a lot, wow. A lot that either if you guys are interested in doing yourself, go ahead, or something that might re-inspire me to, to do this on my own. But there's enough of these for me to actually power through, it's similar to the startup series. Um, I have a YouTube series, Seri I have a YouTube series series. That makes sense. The series of ideas as a series. But we're going to put that all into one episode. And then the last ones that I have here are literally labeled self and thoughts. So I'm going to quickly do this. This one is... Toss that. I asked my wife, would you be opening to managing my personal brand? Which means nothing these days because I don't even know who I am, what I am, what I'm doing. Well, actually, let's just go through these last thoughts. We'll do the uh, the last cards as like its own separate episode, but there's only about like four. I tossed like six of them because all of them were just self notes that were just like, hey, I like this guy. Like, he's got cool stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if uh, he can make a video. I don't know. Uh, like that stuff. So here are these last four. This one says... Man. Okay. I'm going to read it. I'm going to tell you right now, this, since we're pretty much later in the podcast, don't expect proper sentences, English, anything. This, you're just hearing my voice at this point as background noise. That's where I've established the, this podcast at this point, at this particular time on the episode. This one's labeled Thoughts. Gary V's native platform. Deep QOI with an arrow pointing to Twitter, an arrow pointing to Twitch, with an arrow pointing to something hyper Gatorade, and pointing to YouTube. Uh, just FYI, <laughs> I looked at the back of the card and it's also labeled reject, which I guess I don't know why I kept my rejection cards because this obviously makes zero sense and it's also labeled as a reject, so I see why. I wonder if all these other ones are rejects. Now here's another reject. Let's see. It was just marketing stuff. Renegotiate a retainer. List of clients. Obviously not name a name, so we'll not be diving into that. That is why it's a reject. Like a definitive reject that I never got rid of. This next one. Believe it or not. Very yeah. I, this one's gonna I'm gonna save this one for last. Because if you're still awake, you might actually enjoy this last one. Now, this one, I am actually going to talk through this. This might sound pretty weird. Not weird. Just, well, I don't think it'll make too much sense. Uh, this is prompted as, how much does Google make on a typical search? Maybe just here, or yeah, maybe just here are numbers case for series. Again, I'm reading these. I know it doesn't sound coherent, but again, uh, I also have an arrow. Again, it's, I asked, how much does Google make on a typical search, like a search query? 
and with a with a purple arrow saying why again? Like why am I? Why is this? Does this matter? And I don't even know. We get a splits. Quora says eight billion per month or something like that. Five cents per search on average, the number one KPI, or find average cost per click for industry trends, and then universal share the CTR. Just click through rate. Uh, or stream article searches. Yeah, this is just nonsense. This is this is all trash. This is easily the most trash episode. Like I don't want to say like the episode quality itself is trash, but it's very reflective of the cards I wrote. That's uh, very reflective also of the cards that. Man, that was way terrible a year ago. This is around the time I created the podcast too. So, if you really if you really want to hear how terrible I am, that's on you. I'm not going to listen to my stuff. Uh, but if you want to listen to my my older stuff, you're more than welcome. Not like the super, like, not the older stuff, but like, I mean the super old stuff, like the stuff that's been a year ago stuff. Um, so speaking of which, this is going to be the last card. It is labeled, Droolish Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Now this isn't too crazy, per se. Um, I wrote this, obviously, about a year ago. And the only thing it says here is, Rank Selection Process, Episode 5. So if you are unfamiliar with the older episodes, things were a little bit different back then. Um, but I had a, I thought it would be a really great idea to, to try to rank well on YouTube while having enough content for you know, podcasts as well. You know, have content that mixes for, well, obviously podcast form audio and YouTube. I figured what better way than to create a 10-hour top anime episode. I did that. <laughs> um, but it turns out I had to split it up into five parts because I just couldn't put it all in one pile. But going back to this, this card, it says rank selection process. And there's a list and I'll for my logic. Um, and then it says this. It's random, plus I can't rank items relatively. So by the time a new anime pops up, yes, recency bias, but I will, but it will be a measure of how I feel at that moment. So there really isn't anything here. I just figured it was just a call out. I was like, oh, I actually wrote a note card about the podcast. Um, I thought I wrote it slightly longer, but I was also doing this note card ex- exercise for a good month or month and a half. Uh, if you're wondering if I continue to do that, I well, I'll have to say no. Uh, just mainly because it's a bigger distraction than what I'm doing now. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of the ADHD thing going on, but at the same time, it's you gotta pick your, you gotta pick what is important to you. And for me, it's like, is it just writing note cards and thoughts all day, or is it gonna be doing the things that uh, will, help, will help me survive and make me feel good? And, I don't know, just pursue things that are hopefully great one day. So that's essentially it for the no-card episode. Uh, I don't have any transition music out. You guys should know by now, outside of the first 20 seconds where there's a song, I don't want to send additional music or noises, especially this late in the podcast. Because if you're sleeping, and if you are hearing my voice in your sleep, it means, one, you might be dreaming. So if you are in a dream right now, Stop what you're doing and eat a mandarin. Now, I always suggest that while you're trying to sleep, but just dream of yourself eating a mandarin. Let me know how that goes. Now, as for parting words, yes, we're at the parting words part. Um, I'm terrible at transitions, so I just will dive right into it. Thanks again for listening. I was very, very, uh, was caught off guard. Uh, recently, the last few days, because I haven't been looking at like my numbers for the podcast as much, and it turns out, I think episode four or five, or no, part four or part five of the note card series, randomly got like 1,500 downloads in a day, and that kind of, that kind of, like I said, that completely caught me off guard. So if you are a new listener, because of that, welcome. Uh, whoever, <laughs> you're still awake after this part, and I said, welcome, I'm, I feel so terrible. I did not do my job. But, you know, um, 
But overall, though, that's yeah, just transitioning. We're uh, you know, still in the final parts, final parting words. I just want to say, again, thank you guys for listening. I never really even expected to have, like, more than, like, ten listeners per episode. And that, and I've, it's easily been dwarfed by now. I was even happy to have, like, two people listening, period. But it does mean a lot to me that you guys are able to find, hopefully, a solution to what you're looking for, whether if it's sleep or just an interesting topic that you can listen to, kind of just as a, either as a background noise or hopefully it could be something that you can just use for yourself. Uh hopefully benefit you in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and I generally say this at the beginning of some episodes, but I kind of halted that now. Um, but, you know, the types of topics that I'd like to talk about, you know, if you look at my list, it's, like, I have a list, I have a lot of episode lists, um, episode ideas, and I want to start, like, a lot of mini-series. Because I really like talking, and I know I'm a habitual monologuer. There is... There's no way to go around that. I just like to talk. I like to engage. I like to talk and learn about people. Um, and this is just one. This podcast is, is mainly just one avenue of me just talking to myself out loud and just hearing my thoughts and seeing if things make sense or if they don't make sense. Uh, I think that's slightly transitioned uh, from the beginning of the podcast where I used it as a way to obviously help you guys fall asleep, but it was also a way to have me improve like my communication skills, my ability to read and talk, and even speak out loud uh, with more confidence. Now, if you notice, I still stutter a bit and whatnot, but that's primarily due to me not having an idea of where I want to go while I'm talking midway. Uh, I don't know if you guys have that, or you might overthink about something, but you kind of know where you want to go with a point, and by the time you get to the point you're going to talk about, your mouth and the words are like five words behind. And then you try to remember what you what you were recently saying, and then you forgot where that point you're going to go at, and then you kind of have like a mind blank or like you space out. That's kind of that's generally what the podcast was early on. Not that I don't fall victim to it anymore. Uh, it just happens a lot less frequency, frequently. As for future episodes, I do know next the next episode will be the last one of the Note Cover Revisited series. So. If you do not like the series, don't worry, it's going to be gone. But if you do like the series, which, I, again, I'm very surprised that uh, it's gaining a little bit of traction um, over the last few episodes. Uh, well, you know, I'm still going to talk about a variety of things. These are just thoughts reflected. Uh, I, again, I'm super excited. I, I do think uh, it's kind of going back to, like, the Internet Past series. Uh, I mentioned a couple of examples. Uh, my favorite one so far is uh, the... The, battle, the Home Depot Battle Royale, like that kind of stuff, like you know, good kind of fun, interesting topics that just that, that, that let you just in, enjoy and not to not take too seriously. Sports are also going to be coming up soon, which means I will finally talk about sports betting or even sports picks at at some point. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of content, especially for the football stuff. I know last year. Uh, when I talked about some of the football picks, I, kind of, I, I have more of a numbers, data, mindset overall. So, if you're unaware, last year I won 70% of my football picks in spreads, and that's usually my that's that's my that's my baby. You know, NFL spread picks, picking NFL teams to win in general. Like I, I love doing that, and. I think I'm going to take it up another level uh, this year. I know throughout the season I talk about um, the anti-power rankings, teams, and uh, and kind of a little bit of bets, um, but a little bit of betting, but that was more of like the underdog types and upset picks. I think this year I'm going to go a little bit more sports betting type, kind of like what I did for the playoffs and what I did for, you know, kind of like what I did for the playoffs. Uh, we'll see how intense that gets, though, because when I talk about the sports, it does it does get really involved, and I do have to spend a decent amount of time doing research, uh, not just for like teams specifically, but like just see how all teams are not not, not such teams I should say like not just matchups, but like how teams are playing, the flow, uh, the momentum, uh, how I generally gauge picks is a lot different than what most other pros do. I don't even consider myself a pro, and uh, again, I still had a pretty strong win rate, but. But I'm going to work on refining a few more things and setting up a couple of rules to where, uh, especially for the upset picks, I want I want to want to crush the upset picks. 
like obscene, like a, a high amount. Last year, I think we came out as one unit ahead, um, which isn't, it's pretty much break even. Um, after being down by, like, by 10 or 15 units, we, we, we worked our way up. And I want to take the methodology of like, the second half of the season and apply it um, to this upcoming season. And I, I want us to be like up 20, 20 to 50 units by the end of the year. I'm doing upset picks. And I don't want to. I don't want to be at the point where I'm doing upset picks at such a high volume that uh, you know I'll eventually get one right and some you know, and and call it a day. Like that's not how it works. I want I want to be absolutely correct in all these picks. Like anything less is unacceptable for me. <laughs> so that, so that that's how that's how intense I am when it comes to this stuff. And if you were around for the uh, Super Bowl one, the Super Bowl episode, uh, the prop pets part two, I should say. Uh, you would have enjoyed the, I think this 5-0 and or 6-0 and uh, National Anthem picks, which was just, I I have to say, I'm super, super proud about that one. Yeah, I know I'm talking about the picks and stuff and whatnot and all this, but like when I when I think about sports betting and sports picks and kind of just tying like the everything together, the spectacle of it, match that with the lack of sports that have been going on for the last three and a half months, the Rona. A lot of edginess, edginess going on in today's world. Just, I don't know. It's just something to look forward to. Uh, I mean, there are other things to look forward to as well. But man, sports! I, I, I love sports. It's, it's, just, it's the best. Like, it's the best drama you can you can watch. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. It's 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 pretty awesome. Uh, so, uh, I think that's it, folks. I don't have anything else I wanted to say. I really just wanted to try to get this episode out. Uh, regardless of what the cards say, um, this, this or the time, I wanted to make sure I recorded this because uh, again, I was got caught up earlier today, and I didn't think I was actually going to pull this episode off. I know we're later in the day as well, but I hopefully you guys don't mind with the later release. Uh, I, I just want again to continue the series, and I know there are a number of you guys that just listen as background noise, and I, I feel like I'm doing you guys a disservice by just tell you to listen to to repeat another episode uh i don't know it just seems you know, like, like if i were a kid like like watching the same things over and over again like that, that that's fine you can watch the same movie forever but i can't <laughs> i like i can't imagine that would be the same thing for a podcast like listen to the same podcast over and over again it's like no you want to listen to it once and you want to go to the next thing what, what's he going to talk about next so I feel like I, I feel I feel like I'm obligated to do that for you guys. Uh, I, should, I don't know if "obligated" is the right word, but like I feel like I'm obligated to myself for that. Like that's the standard that I want to set. And I think that's it for now, guys. Uh, I wish I had more to talk about, but I don't really have too much that's on my mind these days. Uh, I mean, there is I take that back. There is a lot on my mind. But there isn't enough for me to talk about that kind of as parting words. They're almost like they're, they're the episode stuff. Uh, but if you still haven't fallen asleep at this point, again, eat a mandarin. And if it's between, let's say, 2 and 3.30, 4 a.m., and you've woken up and you can't fall back asleep, and it's been past 20 minutes, now nah, take it back, and, and you've been listening to this whole podcast since then, just get up. Get up and... Do the dishes. Take a jog. Do do anything. Because the moment you're going to decide to do that, you're either your body's going to say no, screw it, you're going to go to sleep, or you're going to get up and do it and go. Side note too, I'm thinking about sharing my sleeping ritual because I'm noticing I'm, I'm reading a lot of of Facebook groups and reading a lot of like threads online, and it seems like a lot of people are having the same issues of sleeping. And I noticed a lot, not everyone is either following a certain ritual or they're not following a certain like thing that helps them put a, put them in the in the right mindset of sleep. And uh, I think that might be pretty beneficial. So keep your eyes out for that. If that part specifically interests you, I would highly recommend because this is the only way for me to know that you do follow me on Twitter and send me a message or send me an email. And all the information is in the description. I'm not going to go ahead and pitch that. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I get it. Uh, <laughs> I had a buddy laugh. And he's like, um, 
He's like, hey, Joey, you're, uh, you have this podcast. You really don't want to actively market it yet. You're a marketer. And I tell them, I'm like, yeah, well, I really don't want to actively market this podcast due to the fact that, like, I know the quality of this podcast is not the worst. It's not the worst. I know it's not the worst. Easily. But, I, but it's still not the best. It's not where I want it to be. But I feel like I'm at a point to where, like, I just don't want to start telling everyone to watch or listen to this podcast when it's only going to fit a certain type of person. And that's going to be a person that's looking for sleep help. Or people that are really, really wanting to try to find an answer, and they have to seek it out for themselves. So to, like, put an ad or something like that kind of just diminishes that. But there's also, there's also I feel like, there's still a need for it. So it's kind of like an ebb and flow. Like, certainly, like, I'm like, I feel like I should talk more and try to get the word out of the podcast. But I'd rather not... Like do it in a way that's super gimmicky, and the product itself isn't isn't terrible whatsoever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm in a weird spot now. Like I feel like I'm transitioning, transitioning out from like from like not knowing what I'm doing to hey, maybe there's something here. Anyways, guys, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast, uh, and I hope you guys continue to listen, and I hope you guys continue to fall asleep in your future nights. Uh, hopefully you guys have great quality sleep. Hopefully you have great quality dreams. And until next time, take care and dream easy.